the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I have never flown on Virgin Airlines. I just haven't had the opportunity to, but now that I see what they're doing in the direction they're heading, uh, I uh, will not be flying on Virgin Airlines. Like I said, I had no plans. I don't even know where they fly. But uh, no way. Now listen, folks. I, uh, I've said this before. I'm not a big fan of boycotts. I'm not. I don't know that they work. Maybe some do, but I think we should be very wise in where we spend our money, particularly when there are many other choices available. Uh, welcome to Bobberty Live. This is the five o'clock hour. Uh, my number is eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. Uh, Virgin Airlines lost $916 million last year. Now, a lot of the airlines lost money last year, so I don't know how unusual that is. Uh, But they lost $916 million last year. And so they're doing doing several things to try to uh, update their image, uh, uh, present a new image to the public, and increase revenue. And here is one of their major initiatives. Uh, They are now allowing their staff, their pilots, their flight attendants, to wear their word, not mine, queer uniforms. Yes, queer uniforms. Quote, Virgin Airlines has updated their gender identity policy to allow cabin crew, pilots, and ground team to choose their uniforms based on which ones best represents them. Regardless of the employee's gender, gender identity, or gender expression. Not only that, they have put out an advertisement, a video advertisement. I've watched it. Uh, it wouldn't do me any good to play it for you without being able to see it. But they are introducing the new Virgin Airlines as the queerest airline in the air. Their words, not mine. The queerest airline in the air. 
And to do that, they have launched a new transgender and drag queen ad campaign declaring to the world that they are the queerest airline. If you uh, watch the ad, it features drag queens, transsexuals, transgender, and especially men wearing tight dresses and high heels as flight attendants. Yeah. Uh, Not only that, all of their flight attendants and staff, including their pilots, will now be wearing pronoun badges for their preferred pronoun. And of course, you know there are approximately 120 different pronouns that people can choose. Things like Z and Zay. An individual can say, I want you to call me they. But they go further. Every passenger who goes to the gate to check in will be asked if they want a pronoun badge because they want to make sure that their staff addresses their passengers with the pronoun that they desire. And then they go even further. Quote, the badges are available starting today. This was uh, last week. The badges are available starting today. Just ask for your preferred badge at the check-in desk or in the Virgin Atlantic Clubhouse. Virgin Atlantic, again, I'm quoting from their promotional material, Virgin Atlantic has also updated its ticketing system and customers holding a passport with gender-neutral gender markers. They will now be able to select U or X gender codes on their booking and use the gender-neutral title MX. That's an intentional pause. Passengers on Virgin Atlantic Airlines will be able to choose gender-neutral markers. They can select U or X gender codes on their booking and use the gender-neutral title MX, they said, in the promotional video. Uh, In the video, a group of TV celebrities... I'm quoting, TV celebrities, LGBTQ activists, drag queens, and influencers, all sporting their preferred outfit. Again, including obvious men wearing makeup, skirts, and high heels. Quote, Virgin Atlantic is allowing male cabin crew and pilots to wear skirts and female staff to wear trousers. Okay. Even if you are far, 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 far to the left, honest question, you're getting on your flight 
and you are met at the cabin door by a flight attendant, but often the pilot is standing there right outside the cockpit. You are boarding your plane, and you're a leftist. You're a liberal. You think that this whole thing of transgenderism is great, men wearing dresses. You think that's fine. And you are greeted by the pilot, the captain, who is obviously a man, wearing a tight dress, a blouse, heavy makeup, and high heels. I don't care how left you are unless you are completely nuts, you're not going to tell me that someone that is that psychologically confused about their identity is going to make you feel safe being the captain of your airplane. This is Virgin Atlantic. Uh, what did I tell you? Last year, they lost $916 million. Personally, I'm praying that they lose probably twice that much this year. No company that throws this kind of insane nonsense in your face, down your throat deserves even to exist in the commercial world, especially when the safety of passengers is concerned. It's nuts. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. (laughs) Only the left gets away with this kind of stuff. Uh, If you were listening yesterday, I read a quote to you from Nancy Pelosi that was blatantly racist against illegal immigrants. She blatantly said, Well, they should be picking the crops down in Florida. That's what they're good for. Immigrants, cheap foreign labor. Uh, Did she get in trouble for it? No, not really. Kamala Harris, vice president, has made all kinds of racist comments. Uh, Get in trouble? Nah, mm -mm, no. And, And then we've got President Biden... Again, making things up or horribly exaggerating things without any repercussions. Do you remember the story that he told over and over and over again about the conductor on Amtrak? I don't remember what the guy's name, but he was my buddy, and he told this long, elaborate story about when I was riding Amtrak. And the news media discovered uh, it couldn't have happened. The timing, the guy was dead when Joe Biden said that these things happened. It was impossible that it could have happened. And yet, Joe Biden told the same story 
even after he was caught, even after the mainstream media said, ah, President Biden, this couldn't have happened. Uh, you're not you're not correct. He kept telling the same story over and over and over again. And then there was a thing about the Georgia voting law. He said that the new Georgia voting law uh, impacted black people by shutting down. If I remember correctly, uh, he said it was shutting down um, uh, polling stations in black neighborhoods at five o'clock in the afternoon so that working black people couldn't vote. It was a blatant lie. And yet he told that at least three times after he was caught. And then here's the latest. Friday of last week, the uh, White House hosted a Rosh Hashanah reception again at the White House. Uh, Quote, marking the first time the Jewish New Year was celebrated at the White House. I'm a little surprised by that, but okay. Anyway, in his remarks to the Jews who had gathered at the White House, he said, and I quote, I probably went to shul, that's S-H-U-L, that's the synagogue. Another word for synagogue. Church. Jewish church. Jewish synagogue. Again, back to the quote. I probably went to shul more than many of you did. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. I'm not. I'm a practicing Catholic, but I'd go to services on Saturday and then on Sunday. You think I'm kidding? No, I probably went to shul more than many of you did. (laughs) So he told a bunch of Jews that he was more of a Jew than they are. Yeah. He told a group of Jews that he was a better Jew than they were. Did he get in trouble? Uh, No. Nope, 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 nope. And then here's the latest. Yesterday, and I've been waiting to see if the mainstream media caught this at all. They didn't completely ignored it. Yesterday, President Biden and the First Lady were in Puerto Rico. The uh, hurricane wreaked havoc on Puerto Rico before it hit Florida. Uh, The entire island was without power for quite some time. Uh, Anyway, he was there to assure the Puerto Rican people of federal support and so forth. And he says, and I quote, We have a very, in relative terms, a large Puerto Rican population in Delaware relative to our population. We have the eighth largest black population of the country and between all minorities. We have 20% of our state that is minority. And so I was, well, I was sort of raised in the Puerto Rican community at home. So he told a group of Jews, I'm more of a Jew than you are. And he tells a group of Puerto Ricans, well, I was raised in the Puerto Rican community. Now, it would be really, really, really easy to fact check that. And the New York Post did. Joe Biden was first elected to the U.S. Senate in 1972. 
So the time that he's talking about was prior to 1972. He said, we have a large Puerto Rican community in Delaware. Really? Again, let me read you the quote. We have a very, in relative terms, a large Puerto Rican population in Delaware relative to our population. I was sort of raised in the Puerto Rican community. Well, the uh, New York Post looked back to the U.S. Census in 1970, which there would be more Puerto Ricans in 1970 than when he was raised. So the actual figure would be much less than this, if you're following the, uh, the logic, the reasoning. According to the U.S. Senate Census, Delaware had 2,000 people who were either born in Puerto Rico or descended from Puerto Rican parents in the entire state. 2,000. According to the population at the time, that would make Puerto Ricans 0.39%. Less than one-half of 1% of the population of Delaware were Puerto Ricans. Less than one-half of 1%. Now, that's the truth. Let me read you the quote again. We have a very, in relative terms, a large Puerto Rican population in Delaware relative to our population. So I was sort of raised in the Puerto Rican community. Uh, He exaggerated enormously again. Did you see that in the mainstream media? Did you see CNN talking about that? What if Donald Trump had said something like that? How many times would you hear about it in the mainstream media? Uh, That is the bias of the left. Hey, I'm coming up on the bottom of the hour break. Please, please, please stick with me. I've got something really, really, really heavy on my heart that I want to share with you in the next segment and possibly the next two segments. Really important stuff, and I mean that. If at all possible, stick with me after this break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 